Good day, everyone. My name is Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Bolden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast. And we are so excited to be here with Kendall. Kendall Albert preached the word of God to us today, and we couldn't be more thrilled. Not only is this his first podcast, but this is will be the first of many spotlight moments on the Vince and Bill Show. That's right. Welcome to the show, Bill. Uh, welcome to the show, Kendall. Yeah, it's glad, I'm glad to be here. Yes. Well, uh, Kendall preached, uh, if you're, you know, don't know if you've not been following us, and if you have been following us, great, you'll know Kendall's in chapter four of the book of Acts. Our theme this year is good news. We're going through the book of Acts. We are doing good news because last year was, well, not as good as news as the book of Acts. Let's just put it that way, okay? So we're going through the book of Acts. We're focusing on these good news stories in the book of Acts, and we're coming alive. And I think ultimately... Your life is good news. If you're a Christian, True. you are good news, and God proves that over and over again. But there are so many great stories in the book of Acts. And Kendall, uh, today, he preached uh, on prayer for boldness from Acts chapter 4. And if you have not listened to the sermon, look, you want to yet you want to click on that link below, listen to today's sermon, because Kendall has a message for you. But Kendall, thank you for preaching on prayer for boldness, and I think Bill said before the cast, we'd like to know your process. Uh, how did you process this passage coming into it? Yeah, why don't you give the listeners uh, kind of a, a little insight on how you came to the subject matter the way you did today? Yeah, so um, I'm sure every everyone who preaches has different ways that you know they've taught to do it. But for me, I just I read through the passage and I try and read through it 20, 30, you know, 40 times or whatever it is. Mm. And, and as I was reading through it, I think I, I got really convicted mm. because I started thinking about, I was, you know, reading the passage and I would be praying. And I'm like, my, my prayers don't match this. Mm. And, you know, I think, and so then I was like, wow, I need to talk about, you know, their prayers compared to mine. I think that was what really changed. I started hearing my own prayers mm. and what I was praying for and just seeing the difference in it. Uh, I think that's what really challenged me. I was like, that's so, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. And I think this is important for anyone that might be listening. You know, uh, Kendall, you kind of put yourself in those shoes, mm -hmm. which is a great discipline in Bible study. Yeah. I, I think one of the challenges that, uh, that we have in receiving the word of God as news, you know, they had just received news. Well, they had just received threats, mm -hmm. you know, to them that they should stop their response to news is kind of what this year is all about. Right. That if we, if we really treat the gospel, the good news as news, uh, it forces us to kind of, kind of, is it true? And if it's true, what does it mean? And once I know what it means, what do I do about it? We see a response here of what they did about it. And I think one of the great things you did is that you put yourself in their shoes, right? You allowed the news, the this moment, this context to kind of impact your heart. And uh, you kind of brought us in on that journey. And the way you did it was great. You kind of asked the question, what would we have prayed for? Yeah. And, uh, and as you kind of shared your own thoughts, uh, why don't you kind of take us back to that moment in the sermon? As you started thinking through your own prayers as opposed to theirs, what was it that uh, that kind of jumped at you? How did the Holy Spirit kind of kind of help you through that moment? Because we really want our our listeners to be able to follow this pattern of Bible study. Yeah, so I think 
Uh, one of the things I noticed in my own prayers, often my prayers are very, they're very me focused. Okay. And, uh, and so I pray, you know, something happens and I, and I'll go, okay, what does this mean for me? And how does this help impact my life? And I think as I was reading this passage, their prayer, they said, this is what happened. How does this affect our world and affect us in doing God's will? And I think that was, I think that's a difference I see a lot in my prayers. My prayer is, is how does it impact me and what I want to do versus, you know, how am I going to do what God, I already know God called me to. And Amen. That's a really good point, Kendall. You're right. That, uh, and, and this is probably just natural, right? Uh, I think, uh, you know, we, 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 we want comfort. We kind of mm-hmm. come out of the womb wanting to be comfort. <laughs> yep. And so when things don't go our way or when opposition is up against us, mm-hmm. or when we're facing challenges and threats, right? We either, right, we have that whole fight, flight, or what's the other one? Freeze kind of thing going on. But um, but we also, we at the end of the day, we really want to be comforted. God, comfort mm-hmm. me. God, make me feel better. God, pacify me. I should not be going through this. I don't deserve this. Why me, God, is sort of a lot of our prayers. Right. And um, But you're right that we don't, we don't make the transition very easily into, but God, give me boldness to handle this difficulty. Mm-hmm. Give me strength, you know, or God, help me to be bold in the face of whatever it is. Discouragement, uh, distraction, disappointment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate it's a simple message, right? But one that needs to be preached and we need reminder often. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Yeah, I think in the second half of your sermon, you really kind of shifted a gear Mm. uh, because you kind of took us down this great journey about the state of our own hearts as reflected in our prayers. And then you brought out the urgency that's actually in the text. And I thought you did a great job of highlighting this, that they immediately switched their focus to speaking, you know, that they speak the word with great boldness. And uh, of course, you know, as an evangelist, you know, I can I could almost see it in your head. You're turning. This is the tee up point mm-hmm. where you're about to give us that charge. And so why don't you kind of walk us through and, uh, you know, uh, reshare that point for our listeners here? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I just was, I don't know if I was teeing anything up. I was just going through the passage, right? <laughs> and uh, they teed it up, right? Oh, no, you teed it up, right? <laughs> and I, man, it just, it was so evident in the passage that when, when we see God and when we see God and we see this world, then we, we can't help but speak. Mm. And I think that's what you see here. I think, um, and so it, it was such an easy transition because if my mind is about God and about the way the world is and, and how they don't connect, then why would I not share the good news? And um, I think that was really just what I saw in the past. I think um, we were talking on, on Tuesday in our staff meeting and one of the things we were talking about is needing God. And I left that meeting, I was feeling convicted. I was like, really, the world doesn't need God. The world lives in a way where it's boring and you don't need anything. But people who are empowered, like people who speak need God. Yeah. And we want to live that life where, man, I need God. I want mm. And I think when we see God, when we see the world, we, we, we have to have God. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really good. That's really good. Did you want to say something, Bill? No. Yeah, I think. I love uh, that. Yeah, I think that's that's so important because you you look at this uh, at this passage, and you actually see the self awareness mm-hmm. of of the church. Mm-hmm. It uh, it literally is laying everything at the feet of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They knew their part. Their part was to speak. 
Right. And they knew that if they were going to speak, they were going to even need God to help them speak with <laughs> yeah. some boldness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but while they speak, it's interesting to me that they immediately say, so, so as we speak, God, this is what we need you to do. Stretch out your hand. Right. Because I do think you're right. I do think, and you did a great job of bringing up the language of empire versus the kingdom of God. Yeah. Uh, which we were just talking about uh, uh, a little while ago about there is such an awareness now that our job isn't just to be good boys and girls until one day we go home to be with Jesus, that our job is to bring in this kingdom, this heaven on earth, God's reign in the here and now, but to do so in the face of, of, you know, modern times and age, uh, ancient the do this in the face of empire building. You, you want to hit, hit on that a little bit more? Um, yeah, I think, I don't know what you said is right, right? That yeah. I don't know. I, 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 what I was thinking about as you're talking is that is the the thought process that we often have of being good Christians and just being good people until we get to heaven. It just it sounds terrible. Like that sounds yeah, so I boring, know. right? Um, like who who wants that life? Like right. who wants to just sit and have a meaningless life? But we get the opportunity to build, you know, God's kingdom, you know, in the face of just this incredibly powerful empire we live in. Yeah. Well, I love the point. I mean, obviously, you talked about something near and dear to our hearts. Uh, I think we want to be peacemakers. We understand mm-hmm. that we're trying to, as a congregation, to lean into this idea that we have we we, we are we are uh, we are followers of this Prince of Peace who mm-hmm. came right, and he is our peace. He came. He preached peace to insiders mm-hmm. and outsiders alike. And so then we need to be these agents of peace in the world. But I love that you said. That you went back to really something that Bill is right. We talked about a little while ago. This idea that there is, there is power, and there is shalom, and God mm-hmm. definitely wanted His people to be a people at peace, but also a people that live in His peace. And so mm-hmm. that's the battle. Right. The battle is power and peace, and 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 you're right. You 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 appropriately called attention to the Israelites. Going, we want to be like them. We want to we want to establish a political system and laws. We want to be like the other nations. And but you also challenged us personally. Are are we too like that? Are we putting more hope in the powers that be? We're putting more hope in the things that they say get us power and access. The things that they say bring us peace, rather than God's shalom. So I really, I think that was really helpful. Didn't know if you wanted to share anything else on that. Man, I, I think, you know, I, I think we're all seeing a lot of the, the effects of the empire, you know, yeah. I think 2020 showed us that, you know, yeah. we can blame a pandemic, but I think there was a lot of things that happened just showed, man, we're, we're living in an empire and, yeah. and the oppressive nature of that. And mm-hmm. it is, it's tearing us apart. Yeah. I think we see, we see that in people and you know, whether it's personally or we just see it amongst, you know, those we know, but man, God's, God's rest and God's peace is just, I don't know, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and there's, I don't know, there's nothing better. There's nothing more like, I love being able to, you know, be able to be in God's rest, to be able to, to be able to be comforted by him and to be able to be, you know, have joy and peace no matter what's going on in this world I live in. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, it it really is incredible, and it, but it's so counterintuitive in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think one of the things that you did uh, really well as you set up this mindset is that you walked you walked us through the bigger story 
of these choice moments mm-hmm. that God's people have had. Mm-hmm. You know, as the as you you kind of started with uh, with Lot and his wife as they were delivered out, there was the looking back. You talked about Moses kind of leading people out of slavery, and then as he went up on the mountain to receive the uh, the, the covenant from God, they were downstairs already. You know, kind of kind of being unfaithful to the God that they were supposed to marry. Yeah, uh, not a good honeymoon at all. Um, you know, and you kind of walked us through some major choice moments and then you, and now you kind of brought us into the here and now, uh, we, we are by this example, by this sermon being asked to make a choice, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think their prayer for boldness as opposed to anything else that we would pray for is where we kind of make that choice. And so I think Kendall kind of to close us out, uh, you know, as if you had one shot to kind of spur us on one more time, yeah. What what would you what would you point us to? Because uh, I think we're in a choice moment, hmm. you know, as a church, as a people, with everything out there that's going on. What would you point us to? Man, uh, I mean, it, what you said, right? It's a choice, right? We, I think we have to choose. Uh, to be transformed, we have to choose mm. to to allow God to work on our hearts, and because we uh, daily, you know, hourly, maybe, maybe you know, every minute we're 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 confronted with the wisdom of this world, with you know, the kingdom and the empire here, and 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 we have to choose to continually be transformed by God. Continually, I think we have to pray for that. I think that's kind of what my last charge at the end was. Man, we got to pray. We got to beg God to move our hearts and move mm. our minds, and because there's nothing. I mean, I, I can't do it on my own. I'm constantly flooded by the you know culture and social media and just right. our world that you know we, we have to decide I, I'm going to be moved by God and I'm going to allow Him to permeate and infuse you know and just transform my mind, my heart, everything. Amen. That is very good. Well, Kendall, thank you. Thank you for a great message. Um, if you don't know Kendall, he's a young man. He's uh, 31. Years old, yep. uh, married to an incredible woman, Mackenzie. They have three children. Uh, they have been here for two months already. And mm-hmm. the congregation, we're happy to have them here. We're grateful that you're here, brother. We're yeah. grateful that you, uh, you you love God's word. Yep. You love preaching God's word. Yep. And so we're looking forward to not only many more podcasts, but we're just looking forward to deepening our bond and our overall staff, uh, you know, growing together. Uh, We have, you have so much to offer us uh, and we hopefully have something to offer you as well. (laughs) Amen. Well, brothers and sisters of those of you that are listening uh, again, thanks for joining us this week again on our podcast. uh, I'm Vince Hawkins and I'm Bill Molden. And this is Kendall Albert and uh, signing off. Good day, everybody. Good day.